Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. What are the odds that the Padres season came to an end at the hand of the Phillies in back-to-back years? Padres will be sellers at the deadline. I think I said on Friday, maybe. I stick by it. I don't know if I said on the wrap-up show or on the radio, but Jim reminded me. I said if they lose three or four of the Padres, I'll turn the page to 2024, which is exactly what I'll do because I think the concentration right now is about what are you selling off at the trade deadline, which is just two weeks away, 13 or 14 games away, Padres uh, lose a series in Philadelphia. Really, um, in embarrassing fashion, they led each of the three games they lost over the last two days. Today, losing 7-6 and 12 innings as they fall to 0-9 in extra innings this year. So we want to hear from you. We appreciate all the Super Chats. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Please subscribe if you are here. Please smash the like button for us as well. Follow us on Twitter and threads at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We appreciate forget threads. threads. Don't follow us there. Just follow us on Twitter. Who cares? Um, it, listen, the supers are a great, great way to support this channel. If you have trade questions, if you want to make sure we see your comment, if you want to support the work we do day in and day out, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of the supers. And thank you for the memberships, uh, the gifted memberships here recently from Bruhaha, those that have become members. Here in 2023, if you want the custom emojis and badges, click the join button down below as well. But, you know, promise Friday night you were at whatever concert you were at. Things look good for a night. And then it completely unraveled Saturday and Sunday. And the Padres now head to Toronto. And you got to be thinking at this point, Jim, there's no path here other than selling off on August 1st or before. It was the Morgan Wallen concert. That's who I blame. They won that night. Oh, right. Okay. I blame you. Um, so you're, you're, so John, yeah. Thanks a lot, Ben. Trade Snell, trade hater, trade Jim. Perfect. No, it is my fault. It is my fault. I ru- I cursed the season by ruining Xander Bogart's press conference. That's right. It's all my fault there. And it just carried into the regular season. And this season's been shit because of me. It's all my fault. Blame the mm-hmm. media. Um, soft media. Soft media. Sorry. We are the ones to, uh, take all the blame here for this team's ineptitude and uh, just poor play. It's our fault. It's my Some fault. Some guy literally it's wanted to fault. like kill me. Some guy was like, no. I will like, I hate you. Like it's your fault. That. It's your fault that Bob Melvin like went to the bullpen here. I and didn't that. stick with, with uh, Snell. I'm like, yeah, you're an idiot and you don't know baseball. I like, I like this from uh Shaka Kyle, Jim, blame the me. Yeah. Dia. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I mean, look, you had a little bit of hope there. And 
Manny hits that go-ahead home run in the eighth inning on Saturday morning, and you're like, okay, are they going to actually fucking do this? Because then you get to a point where you're you feel like you're on a roll. You know, the All Star break kind of kind of probably feels weird to them, right? Like they they've won five of six at home, but then they had a four day layoff or a five day layoff, and then you're probably thinking like it just doesn't feel the same. But it, you get that win on Saturday morning with Manny hitting that go hit a home run in the eighth inning. I feel like that that propels you to a, a, probably a series win here, probably taking three or four. And everything since that home run was a fucking disaster. Uh, there were some good moments. There were, I mean, today's game, there were some good moments with Tatis and then getting the early lead, right? And then yesterday's game, uh, uh, doubleheader, the second game, you know, weather's pitched fine. But, like, again, you can't keep weather's out there to see a lineup for a third time. You just can't. But everything after that eighth inning on, on Saturday morning, man, just it was a complete disaster, and and like you said, it's hard to disagree with you that if you lose three or four to the Phillies this weekend, which you said um, Friday afternoon, and and we said all last week, you said all last week, then it's over. It, it just the the math doesn't add up. They would need to win a shit ton of games, and they have proven that they can't do that at all this year. So to bank on something that they haven't proven they can do. It's kind of fool's gold, and if you want to be that person, that's great. I I'm not going to say that you're an idiot for doing that, but I just don't want to get, don't get your hopes up. That's that's all I'll say. Just don't get your hopes up. Well, even honestly, the the worst thing that can happen, in my opinion, is like if this team goes eight and three in their next eleven games, and then everyone's like bye bye bye. Yep, that's why would you think thing. the eight three Padres are the Padres opposed to the team that we've seen for these ninety four games? If they go eight and three for eleven games, they're very capable of going four and seven. The next 11. This, for whatever reason, is a flawed team. It's from the top down. It hasn't worked out. There's no silver linings on Saturday or Sunday. It's all gone to crap. It just has. Say say, say the S word. It's all gone to soft. No. (laughs) And listen, I'm with you. I thought Machado, I I had probably already put a tweet together that said, wow, the Padres have won seven of eight. Yeah. But they hadn't because they lost. I I, no joke. I put a tweet together. Hold on. After Manny hit that home run, to your point, I literally have a tweet ready to go. It said, no coincidence that when Manny was really bad the first two and a half months, the team sucked. And now that he's red hot, the team's on a roll. This team goes as Manny goes. Always been that way. Except on Saturday when he homers to give them a lead. And then except on Saturday. And then, well, I had that ready after the home run. And I was ready to tweet that after they would have won. And then they they would have won... I know, but I, I had you're not getting my what I'm saying here. No, I am. I'm I'm saying as many goes shit. the team goes, except not really. I mean, yes, I say that too until it doesn't happen because he's right well, hot. Then it didn't happen. So that's why I didn't tweet it. Yeah, I'm the same way. So this is who they are. Let's get to some of these super chats, guys. If you're here, I also have a question pinned at the top of the conversation here tonight. Would you move Juan Soto? You can answer that yes or no. We'll get into that. Coming up here tonight, let's get to some of these supers that are rolling in. If you're here, subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Good days and bad days in season and out of season. We do it for Padres fans. Please subscribe if you're here. Thank you for the supers. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Sullivan, get down here. Kristen's going to kill you. My dog is just going upstairs and downstairs and upstairs. Um, Ruben, thank you for the super chat. He says, stick a fork in the squad. Thanks, Padres fans. I, I don't think he's blaming Padres fans, presumably, because Ruben's probably 
a Padres fan. I agree with the first half, which is, yeah, they're done. Regarding Padres fans, I think they've been incredible. Um, I don't think the team has necessarily deserved the support that they've gotten here this year. But, yeah, I think they're done. And I think you got to put all your effort into finding a way to be good in 2024. And what's that going to take? It's going to take making the right moves at the deadline. And are we trusting A.J. Preller to do that? We have no choice because he's the one that's going to be making these decisions in the next two weeks. Yeah, and, and to your point, like, if you are going to be the type of person – I'm talking to the Padres. If they're going to be the people, if they happen to go eight and three over the next 11 games, that views this team in that window instead of the 44 and 50 window that they just went, then this, this team is more delusional than I thought because you are what you are. Be right back. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Dog, dog patrol, paw patrol, paw patrol. We'll see what happens. But anyway, to my point is like this team is what it is. They are 44 and 50. They're not a good baseball team. They're not a team that is going to win close games. They're not a team that's going to win at all in extra innings. They rarely come up clutch. And that's who they are. Like the famous Bill Parcells quote, you are what your record says you are. And right now, they're a fourth-place team in the National League West, and they're eight games out of a playoff spot. Are you kidding me? So if they happen to have a stretch here, going into the trade deadline of eight and three or better, it would be foolish to think that team, the eight and three stretch, is the actual Padres. Because we just saw a stretch where they want uh, six and one in a seven game period, you know, including all all star break was in there. So, but then they went right back around and lost three in a row. So, yeah, they could go eight and three in their next eleven, but they could easily go three and eight. That's that's who the Padres are. They're just they're they're not. It's not it this year. It just isn't. I'm sorry. Anybody that thinks that that there's still hope out there, again. I'm not going to call you an idiot, but just don't be upset when you're let down. Like, don't be upset when this team lets you down. If you still have like this unwavering faith in them. You know? What are you talking about? Let's get to the next super. I'm back. I have my dog. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Toasty. Good, good, good monologue. Whatever you're talking about for three minutes. I was like, well, um, this team sucks. That's what I was Toasty. Saying. Thank you. He says, do you guys think HSK is on the trade block? Um, I don't see why he wouldn't be. I, I, I would say wouldn't, wouldn't a reason to sell him be because of the year he's had, which is like you're selling high on a player that's got another year of control. Um, Dude, they're not. I, I, again, I don't know if they're going to sell off Hater and Snell well, and other pieces. Knows. Nobody knows. They might have this delusional thought in their head that there's still time and no, there's still they hope. They don't. They don't. Okay. They don't. There's no way, Jim. There are eight games out of a playoff spot. It, Dude, I over. don't put. I don't put ineptitude past this team because this team in the front office uh, has it. Yeah, but they're not. Listen, you, you can be critical of some decision-making and processing. I mean, they're, they're not idiots. I mean, they're not. I hope it's not. not idiotic, the decisions that they've made. You may disagree with some of the decisions they've made, but from a baseball, like, listen, I get it. you got to sell 3 million tickets, and they're on pace to do that. 
and you don't want to perceive, be perceived as like selling off all parts. That's why I don't think Juan Soto gets traded. No. I'd be surprised if Hassan King got traded. I'm just saying I would consider basically at this point everything. I'm not trading Juan Soto, but I would trade Blake Snell and Josh Hader, and I think he can get away with that. And I still think they can sell seats in 2023, and I still think it makes them better in Here, 2024. It, here's what happens at the trade deadline. If they trade off Snell and Hader, that effectively is the white flag from the Padres front office. And that will signal fans to throw the white flag too. And they are so knee deep in making sure that they have sellout after sellout after sellout yeah, after sellout after sellout after sellout. No, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, if they if they trade Blake Snell and, and Josh Hader at the deadline, that Nothing is that, no, no, that is them saying we quit, we're done. Who cares? I, I'm just telling you. Do, do you think they, that they're, that they're going to be okay with that? And that's not a, that's a, By the way, if they did that, a half season after making all these moves, another fucking just disastrous look on Preller in this front office. No, it's an amazing look. That I completely disagree. Stop, Sully. It's the right move. It's the right move. But so why also is that a it, bad look? That's the right look because it didn't work out. And well, you, that's, you, that's fine. I mean, sometimes you have to you have to admit defeat. I mean, that's okay. Okay. I mean, it's better than keeping them. By the way, the tickets are sold. There's no way if Peter Siler's in a position was like, you know, we could move another seventy five thousand tickets in our final thirty one home games. So we're going to keep Blake Snell to move two thousand tickets a night for his Look, I, dude, three home I, starts. I agree with you. I one hundred percent agree with you. They should move Snell regardless. They should move Hater regardless. I'm just trying to tell you what. I think they're thinking and what I think that they could try to twist people to be like, we're still not done yet. Like, you know, Hey, we played better baseball well, in the last 11 games. Here's like, the thing. Padres fans aren't, aren't stupid either that if they hold on to Blake Snell and Josh Hader at the deadline, that's not like, Hey, let's all go to the ballpark tonight. You know, I mean, if the deadline passes and you have Blake Snell, you think that's a reason to go to Padres.com and buy tickets? No, I don't. Well, um, in their mind, they still think there's always a chance, and that's the wrong thinking. Um, Ruben, thank you. He says, uh, no Cosgrove Saturday morning in the 8th of the 1.52 ERA. We can go across all the bullpen They moves. all fucking suck. It they've all been, I mean, they've allowed runs in like a million consecutive games out of their bullpen. You could say that he should have stuck with Snell um, into a sixth inning. Oh, you, may be, you may be correct, by the way, with all this stuff. It, it hasn't worked out. No, bullpen hasn't worked out. By the way, if he goes to Cosgrove, maybe they lose. Right. And if he, you know, nobody knows. Bob is on such a cold streak right now with those bullpen decisions. It it just feels like no matter what he does out of that bullpen, they're letting him down over and over and over again. Every time, every single move he makes is the wrong one, seemingly. Which is which tells you all you need to know about the state of the bullpen right now. Because every time you pull a card, if it's the wrong move, then maybe it's to some extent on the bullpen. You know? Dude, they had a one-run lead with Josh Hare on the mound today. Like true. I mean, again, runner... like you can't tell me there's another move that's different from that. And I saw a bunch of fucking people on social media saying they should have walked Harper. Are you like shut up? Yeah, no, I don't get that. Yeah. Stop dealing. Stop. Stop it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, it's easy in hindsight, and I've made comments 
you know, before this year, as I think people should. I think it's fair to be critical of Bob Melvin. I don't think Bob Melvin will be here in 2024. I'd be, I'd be shocked if Bob Melvin's managing this team in 2024. But Just I'm not an putting, indictment on this fucking front office. I'm not putting all these decisions with his bullpen on him. And oh, how could you, how could you yank Blake Snell after five innings? Because it's 104 degrees, and he had thrown a 30 pitches in the fifth inning, and he had the bases were loaded, and he got out of it. And he basically admitted to that fact afterwards. Said, you know, he's in a battle. You know, I'm thinking about the whole season. I'm not thinking about the sixth inning there. Um, yeah. And by the way, he's going to get paid. So everything's worked out hunky-dory for Blake Snell. Um, Murray, thank you. Guys, thanks for the supers. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Um, Murray says, got to go for a while. Found out brother is cancer. Family has to come first. I love what you guys do. You're a class Jesus. act. God bless. And love to all I'm out. Murray 504, we are sorry to hear that. We are praying yeah. for you and your brother and your family. That is, um, we're really sorry to hear that. And we appreciate your support of this channel and the part of the community that you are because you're here all the time. Um, so let's get some prayers emojis in the in the comment section for Murray 504 and his family and his Damn. brother. We are sorry to hear that. Thoughts and prayers with you, man. I, I, <clears throat> you got to do what you got to do with family. Um, take, take Don't worry about being part of the channel. Just go you be with your brother. Yeah, and and we'll we'll uh, pray for him, and your brother's going to get back healthy, and we'll see you on the other side, and hopefully the Padres are playing better when you come back as well. Um, no Name, thank you for the generous super chat. He says, quick favor, can you explain to the few fans that still don't understand the idea of why the Padres need to sell and the consequences of letting Hader and Snell leave for nothing in the offseason? Thank you. This was the back and forth we just went, you know, we just had a moment ago, and Jim agrees with me. He's just saying that the organization might not – agree with us there is no there is no viable defense to not sell because selling is is an admission of failure in 2023 but we don't need that admission i can already see it this team there. I, I can i can tell you that they've been a failure this year but just because you're not good in 2023 does not mean you're not good in 2024 we've seen that countless times over in baseball with the expanded wild card they could absolutely be a playoff team in 2024, you need to position yourself to be better in 2024 with the moves you make at the deadline in 2023. That's why I'm not moving Juan Soto. I think I got a better chance to win in 2024 with Soto than without. We could argue it, but um, I think they'd be foolish not to make some moves here at the deadline. I'm not saying sell off all parts, but I think they'd be foolish not to sell off parts at the deadline. <clears throat> if you could, if you could package Cronenworth in a deal with Snell, would you do it? Yeah, of course. I don't. I'd be surprised if he could do that since he's a rental. Yeah, I'm just, I just. I'm just trying guaranteed. to think. I'm just trying to think big here. Like the Cronenworth deal is a mistake. It just is. I mean, he's regressed every single year. I don't see how that. Any. I don't see how he didn't see. They didn't see this. You know, he's he's not right. gonna. He's not getting better. He's not a worse. kid. Yeah, yep. and he's 30 years old. So it's not getting better. He's getting worse. He's a two-time All Star, but I mean, come on. Let's be real here. Those were like, you know, replacement All Stars. So, if you it, the Snell and Hater thing, like you, you're going to get a lot for them just because Snell is easily, easily the best pitcher on the trade market right now, not even close. Mm -hmm. And Hater is easily run away the best closer yeah. on the market. So, you could theoretically get two top 20 prospects, maybe. Well, well, you're saying two top 20 in someone's organization or top no, no, no. 20 overall? I think overall. No like, chance in hell. No chance? No chance in hell. For, for a rental? Maybe one? 
We'd have to look, dude. You'd have to look. I mean, give me some comps. I mean, it's like buying a house. I, I need know. comps. Because Maybe top 50, top 50. Yeah, top yeah, t- top 100 would be incredible. Top 75. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay. top 100, that's top yeah, I mean a top 2 3 prospect in someone's organization. Yeah, but a top twenty prospect in all of baseball, maybe. I'm, I that to me seems a little aggressive, but I'm taking a top one hundred prospect for both of them, and I feel amazing. You yeah, know, yeah, and, and, and I get two top one hundred prospects coming back. Yeah, I that mean, are controllable. Look, you look at what was traded for Hater. Um, no, he had a year of control left. I'm just trying to think of like comps of like maybe one. Yeah, what year did they trade guys. for Hater? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba bunch of nothing <laughs> yeah there was no top 20 prospect in that deal yeah a bunch of nothing for that a year and a half okay so maybe now maybe I'm, one I'm, top 75 prospect yeah for snell. snell snell should i mean snell's a yeah. starter but uh hater you know i think you get something for hater don't get me wrong i think you get something good but i don't, I don't know how good dude i can see it right now i can fucking see it right now preller is having a post trade deadline presser and he's going to be talking about how they didn't find anything that could line up for them to trade Snell and Hater. Yeah, I'm just, that I'm doesn't just, make any sense. I know. I'm just seeing it right now. Like, hey, look, we had some things lined up, but ultimately, oh, but it was nice it to was, be able to move Carpenter. But ultimately, okay, it wasn't. It wasn't what we were looking for for those two guys. We're not just going to trade guys to trade guys. We're going to look for what we want. No, that's great. Well, then they can go lose him in the offseason and get nothing. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Don't fucking get mad at me. I'm just I mean, telling you. Don't, I, don't, just I, th- be ready th- I think they both move. I think they both move. They can publicly position themselves any way they want. They can go on MLB Network Radio and say they're going to win the World Series. Peter Seiler can say that AJ Preller is the best general manager in baseball history. Excellence. When, when shit hits the fan and it's July 30th and you're looking at each other like, what are we going to do over the next 48 hours? You're moving pieces because you have no other option. When you get backed into a corner, you know what you do? You react to being in a corner. That's the corner they're going to be in. But I, but you, but they're going to, their thinking is, hey, look, we're not going to just move a guy to move a guy. But it's not moving a guy to move a guy. I would take John Schaefer for like getting rid of these guys. Isn't, isn't something better than nothing? What does Josh Hader serve? I know you're, I'm preaching the choir. What (laughs) value does Josh Hader have for a team? That is 10 games out of a playoff spot. Nothing. He's going to close I'm, games for whom? For, John, I'm just telling you. For draft that, picks? That, 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 that Preller is not just going to trade Snell and Hater just to get them off this team to get something in return. They're going to look, they're gonna look <laughs> to get a big-time haul. And they will. They'll get a haul for Snell. They'll get something for Hater. He's going to be the GM in 2024. You and I both know it. It's in his best interest to improve 2024 at the right. expense of 2023. So that's, there, there's a difference there between just getting rid of a guy and getting rid well, of a guy you know to get a haul point. back. But I'm saying I would take anything, but that's not what's going to happen because Blake Snell's been the best pitcher in baseball, so they'll get a lot for him. And and you wouldn't do that, though. You can't just trade Snell when he's at, the, at his peak for nothing. You have well, to get some, not gonna get you have to get some value. It's, it, well, that's like saying 
you know, of course they will. That's like saying you've got to trade Shohei Otani and get value. I mean, Blake Snell's been incredible. Of course they're going to get value. Why wouldn't they? There's 20 buyers. The only way they wouldn't is if Preller, in his mind, has this, like, over-the-moon value. Well, okay, you might not get him. over the moon, but you might still get the moon. Well, I'm just saying, like... Do you want to make a bet right now on the wrap-up show? Because you, you're coming at it from Preller doesn't see it the same way we are. They're a position <clears throat> to buy. They're not selling Hater and Snell. I'll make a bet with you that both move. Now, I should get odds on that. <laughs> well, no, because I think that they should... I mean, look, do I think one of those guys is going to move at the deadline? Yes. And I think most likely it's going to be Hater. Because I think Snell, they could have this delusional like return mindset for this guy which I don't know if they're going to get and then you're going to get the 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 cliche hey we 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 tried to move him and we couldn't get equal value for what we thought he was worth and so we kept him and we have Robert Suarez back and we have this guy back and we're going to try to you know make a run here blah 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 Snell can already put the keys in with the landlord he can he can send the email I'm out August 1st okay here's where here's where I left the keys the newspaper is going to stop delivery for my mail. It's done. He's got to go. Because if you don't, he's got to go or he's going to go. You think he's, he's got to like, go? He's so, no, no, no. 100% he's gone right now. Well, I'm not AJ Preller, but yes, I mean, there's no scenario for me, no matter what happens. Now, he might have to go with Gary Sanchez because without Gary Sanchez, the guy's like not Superman. True. But he might have to go with Gary Sanchez, but he's got to go. Uh, J.D. Gatcher, thank you. He says, are these guys still living off last year's NLDS or NLCS? Um, Some people in this town are still living off of last year's NLDS. I mean, I don't think anyone's really living off last year's NLDS. I mean, I don't know anyone that's like, we should celebrate last year still right now. But I mean, it happened. I know a couple. Who? Put it in the private chat. <laughs> no, well, I'm going to then copy and paste it into the chat. I'm kidding. Who are you? T- okay, let's see the private chat. <laughs> That's okay. That's maybe one. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're living off last year. I just think it's been a terrible, no good, awful, rotten, very bad year. I don't know why. And if I could explain it, then yeah. they should be able to explain it. Nobody can explain it. Also, I this I don't want to hear any of this bad luck shit. That like I don't want to like these guys just weren't good this year. They just weren't good. They didn't perform. They haven't come through in the clutch. They haven't won more than three games in a row all season long. There's been bad move after bad move after bad move. Every single one of these players has played below their standards this year, which is amazing to me. And it's just, it's so disheartening because the once in a generation collapse, like this isn't a collapse because this has been shit all year long. Right. But like, you know, what what are you going to call this, Seidler? Once in a generation, what? Like, are you, like enough of this bullshit. You know, it's it's the same. It's two out of the last three years has been dog shit. So now you start looking at like, fuck, was last year like an outlier? Was last year like the lucky year? Yeah, I, I can see it both ways. I think they'll be fine in twenty twenty four. To be honest, as down as a, as I am on them in twenty twenty three, I don't think they're. I'm not saying they're going to win one hundred and five games in twenty twenty four, but I don't. I'm not going to go into twenty twenty four if they do this right at the deadline in twenty twenty three, and tell you that I think this team's going to win seventy nine games and they're rebuilding with Tatis and Machado and Bogarts and Soto. You know, I don't think do that's you, how I'm going to feel. Odds right now. Put the odds at this time next year. Are we talking about? them trading off Soto or not? I say no. I think it's a great question. I say no. 
But I think it's a great question. Because I don't put it, I don't put it past this team. And no, I don't of put, course not. I don't like, put it past them. Like I, I mean, I could easily see a scenario where it's July sixteenth, twenty twenty five, or twenty twenty four, excuse me, and we're talking about where should they trade Juan Soto? Oh, it's possible. It's <laughs> because those because possible. those rumors will fucking light the whole world on fire. If this team is not good next well, year, well, Soto could be dealt this year. I mean, it's it's possible. I wouldn't Man. do it. But he could be he could be dealt. I wouldn't do it either. But he could be dealt. You know, Thursday. I mean, in and Toronto, you'll, you'll, and you'll get some pressure from outside people, and you get some pressure from you know idiot douchebag media members in Philadelphia that think that like they know everything and that their like sports knowledge is greater than everybody else's, and they'll have some stupid trade ideas and right. try to pressure managers into you know saying stuff. But but he yeah. might be traded. I mean, it, I wouldn't be. do it. He could be traded. I wouldn't do it. Um, Richard, thank you for your generous super chat. Thank you guys for hanging out. Subscribe if you're here. Uh, we appreciate the supers. Great way to support the channel. We'll get to all the supers. Crazy busy night. Padres lose the series in Philadelphia, losing 12 today. I mean, just a gut wrenching loss if you watched it. Dude, um, every, I watched every fucking pitch of that game, and it was, it honestly was a really good game if you're like a biased it was a great person. Game. I mean, yeah, not non biased person. Yeah, but the was, problem is they lead every game 3 0, and then you're like, how's it going to unravel? And it does. Yeah. Yeah, and the pitching. And then they punched back a couple phenomenal. times, but it was bad. Um, okay, so disappointment not only in San Diego, but how about all of SoCal? How epic would it have been for Dodgers Padres to be in a bitter division race? Padre fan finally got Dodger fan to concede. It's a rivalry. Yeah, I mean, it does suck. I mean, it absolutely sucks for you know everyone's hopes for this team. I mean, forget about the Dodgers. Just hey, you thought you'd be in a division race, whether it's with the Dodgers or the Diamondbacks, the Giants, and, and you're just not. I mean, you're not even in a playoff race right now. And it's it's one thing. It's you know it's oversimplifying it to be like they're eight games out of a playoff spot. Well, yeah, eight games out, and they have to pass multiple teams. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like the inside straight draw of like you play six sixty baseball and maybe you get in, but yeah, I mean it's extremely extremely disappointing. For anyone that roots for this team, and, and and honestly, like nobody saw this coming. Not and this. If, and no, and if you say you did, then you're just a hater and a troll. Nobody honestly thought that this team would be in this position on July 16th. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Nobody in the baseball world. Nobody in this town. No Padres fan. Honestly, no. You know, clear-headed Dodger fan thought that the Padres would be this bad at this point of the season. Nobody. So that's why this is such a such a just shocking season is that literally nobody saw this coming or envisioned this type of baseball being played up until July 16th to the point where it's like, dude, how the fuck can you say anything other than the season's over? Yeah, and they'd be foolish to follow another path. It's like in life when you get, you got to know who you are. And we've all felt this, you know, you're chasing a, you're, you're chasing a relationship, you're chasing a job, you're chasing a career, you're chasing a college choice. You know who you are. I know who this team is. I've watched them long enough to know that they're flawed. I'm not saying they can't play better than they have played. I think they can, but do I think they can play 660 baseball after playing four whatever baseball? I, I just don't. I just, I don't believe that's going to happen. I really don't. Um, Tom, thank you for the super chat. He says, no way we trade Soto, but we should, if he isn't going to sign here, 
So the question of the night, which is in the chat, is would you move Juan Soto at the trade deadline? The, the reason, listen, I'm not, I'm not telling you that I think Juan Soto is going to be here for the next decade because I don't honestly believe that. But I believe the Padres are built to win next year. I think they were built to win this year as well. I believe they're built to win next year. And I think by selling off Soto, you immediately signal that this is actually going to take beyond just another year. Now, not to say it's not impossible to sell them off. You bring back the right pieces. Maybe you make the right acquisitions in the offseason, and maybe you are better. I mean, I guess that's absolutely possible. This guy leads the team in on-base. He leads like baseball in on-base. He leads the team in on-base plus slugging. I just have a hard time believing that you get rid of Juan Soto and you improve your team in 2024. So I'm, I'm going into 2024 thinking I need to make the postseason, and I think he gives me a better chance of making the postseason than selling him off. And if you're trading Soto, that's also kind of you're signaling that you're not super serious about next year either. Now you you obviously are, but like, you know, you have him under contract for next year. You're obviously trying to win next year. Wouldn't it be wise to just have that guy to help you win next year? And if you're not winning next year, then you trade him. Like it's pretty simple. And if he's not going to sign here, he's not going to sign here. But the 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 quote was, we got him for three playoff runs. Right. You're probably not going to get him for one. I mean, for two, for three. And you're only probably going to get him maybe for two. So, like, you keep him while you can. And and I like the core of this team. I do. I think that it's not the most cohesive group of people, right, with personalities and everything. But, like, they have good pieces to come back next year. It's just something that Preller failed miserably on this year. Just it just failed completely is the rounding out of the edges and the depth of this team has been a fucking disaster this year. Like, and it's just a team joke. and the team has let him down and oh, I'll be critical. Massive Peller, way. But I, Kevin AC on Friday was like sixth inning or on Bogarts Machado, the big four. They all sucked. Sixth inning on in a representing a tying run or go ahead run. They're hitting 169 as a team head against the Philly series. They just are so anti-clutch. And they've actually they've been the best hitting team with men in scoring positions since June 22nd. They've been popping that graphic up. We've all seen it. Great. But again, in these big spots with a game on the line in extra innings, the same old start, they're 0 and 9. I mean, that's impossible. They're the only team in baseball without an extra innings win. They have all a right. hit in extra innings today. Crazy. Um, okay, here's what I want to do. I want to remind our viewers about our partnership with our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. We can't do this each and every night without your support and without the support of our partners like our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. If you have insurance needs, please consider getting in contact with Mark by clicking the link in the description down below. Here's his website. He can save you $750 or more on your insurance. He's a great insurance agent. I know it because I've worked with him for two years on life insurance and homeowners insurance and earthquake insurance. And we had a claim in here last year. And he made everything seamless and easy and simple. And if you've ever had to file a claim in insurance, you know it's not an easy process. If you have Mark Nimitz, he's going to make it a simple process for you. And he's going to save you money. He's a lifelong San Diegan. He's a lifelong Padres fan. I've been texting with him back and forth once again today. He's as disappointed as we all are. But again, if you have insurance needs, whatever it is, auto home, business life, renters, earthquake, you can get a free quote from Mark by getting to the website, click the link in the description down below, or just give him a call. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about your insurance. He can save you 750 bucks by switching your insurance. If you support our channel, please support Mark. And the next time you have a renewal or the next time you're looking for information on a new policy, please get in contact with Mark. 
Yeah, all his information is above my head. Mnimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. Now let's get back to these supers. They are rolling in, guys. Thank you for hanging out. Please subscribe. Please smash the like button. And we appreciate your support with these super chats. Let's get to this one from Steve who says, thank you, Steve. He says, this team would have won many more games with a better bullpen. So why not just improve the bullpen? Because it's too late. Right. I, maybe he's talking about 2024. Oh, I mean, yeah. I well, the bullpen yeah. held up for like two and a half months and they still weren't good. The bullpen up. You're right. The bullpen you know, up to somewhere in June. A month ago was the, arguably one of the best bullpens in the league. And then they just completely imploded in on itself. So, you know, going into next year, like, yeah, of course, duh, you're going to find another closer one that's reliable. I mean, can you rely on Robert Suarez? That's a big if. Um, and you're going to have to get a lot more from that bullpen. You just are. And, and even when the bullpen was good this year, you know, the hitting let them down. You know, the only thing that's been consistent all year long is the starting pitching. That's it. Everything else has been a, a like the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And it's not good enough. Yeah. And you, if you're not, if you're not consistent, then you're not going to be a good baseball team. They've, there's been too many times this year when they've been, you know, bad in the in the wrong places, the wrong time. Just you know, runner on second with one out in the seventh inning, down by a run. They fucking can't get a run home. Like how many times has that happened this year? Too many. A lot. And yeah, that's a huge. Why his team's not good? Just they they can't come up and clutch in the big moment. They just can't. They come up a couple times, like Manny the other day, but then the bullpen just gave it right back. Exactly right. All right, let's get to our, our buddy HBVV, BRBFBBFBN. Thank you for your super. He says, didn't they barely make the playoffs last year? Um, yeah, I mean, they weren't the last team in. They were fifth team in in the National League. They were two games better than the Phillies, and the Phillies maybe made it by a game. So I think they were three games clear of making the postseason. So for whatever that's worth, yeah, I mean, they didn't win 99 games. They won 89 games. They clinched. I forget how many days were left. left. I mean, five maybe. Something like that. So, yeah. I mean, they made it, but yeah, it Dude, took towards the end. If you take away this team's, I want to say April of last year, April, if you take away April and May of last year, this team for the last nine years hasn't had, it felt like like a, a sustained stretch at all. The last two well, years especially. The last, yeah, you'd have was, to say 2020, but, you know, I mean, if you're going to take away two things like April and May of last year and all of 2020, then yes. Dude, I mean, this team since March, end of March last year? No, May, end May. sorry, end of May. This team since the end of May this past, this past last year has been just bad. They're and about 10-11 they under. Yeah, I and think. they had one hot streak in the postseason – but even in the postseason, they went six and six. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. That that the, the more time goes on, the more that tw- the NLCS run last year looks like a just lucky run. Yeah, and that does happen in baseball. By the way, it can happen. And yeah, they so were the beneficiary of it. They outplayed the Dodgers for a week, and that was good. But yeah. I mean, that doesn't make up for what's happening here rather in twenty twenty three. Good sometimes. Uh, Jared, thank you. He says, my favorite thing about the season are all the middle-aged women who try to blame this season on Soto and Hater. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, 
Padre Facebook groups are naughty. So are so is just social media in general. I understand the frustration, to be honest. I get it. Yeah. Um, probably not the best idea to go on Padre's Facebook. Yeah, and I do think sometimes or Twitter. I think it's sometimes misguided in terms of like who's responsible for some of these issues. I mean, is it Melvin? Is some of that misguided? I would say yes, but some of it's fair. I mean, Soto, some of it's misguided for me. Maybe some of it's fair. Hater, I think a lot of it's misguided. What he didn't pitch three straight days. I mean, he's got a one ERA. So, yeah, I mean, everyone's looking for an explanation and a reason why this has gone haywire. So that's how social media works. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm gonna be very curious to see, like, what this team says and who they blame this on or what they blame it on or how they spin it. Like, it's just going to mm-hmm. be fascinating to see their response to this season because right now it's the response has been pretty tame and kind of like everything's fine. <laughs> you know you're right I'm, i've seen play out here in the last like hour i've seen a couple people be like well Juan soda's got a 900 ops because he walks a lot and gets on base a ton and i see michael g just put that in the chat well yeah i mean that's that's the point i mean he's on base a lot it's hard to be critical of someone the manner in which they, i mean he's slugging 500 or near 500 he, i mean he, he it's there's no one there's not even a close second right now to Juan soda's ability to get on base for this team and his overall ops so i mean Again, you look at his look at what he was in DC. Yeah, he had better numbers at National Park, but it was a better hitters park too. I mean, I think if Juan Soto had an OPS of one thousand this year, this team would have like an additional win, maybe two. So it's not like Juan Soto's inability to have a one thousand OPS, which would be higher than his career average, is the reason why this team is where they are. I don't know what people are asking of Juan Soto. He's some savior. I mean, Shohei Otani's no savior of the Angels, who are two games under five hundred. <laughs> the last three nights for the Angels has been hilarious. Crazy. Crazy. Shohei Otani, 35th home run of the year. They now trail 12 to 10. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. They won that game last night, by the way. I know and they, they did. lost today. They, but they hit a home run to, he hit a home run today. I know. It's so crazy. Uh, JD Gacha, thank you again. He says Dodgers dealt for Manny Darvish Scherzer as rentals. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, hilarious. that's why I think there's going to be a big market for rentals. There will be. It will be interesting to see, for sure. It it will. It'll be interesting, and I don't. I don't know what comes of it. The Padres will. I mean, they'll be in the thick of things. Though that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Conversations, no doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. Lots of conversations. Uh, Rick, thank you. He says the real losses or losers, excuse me, are all players. Anytime they look for a payday, owners can point to the Mets and the Padres. Mm, It's more like the fans. Losers are the fans, actually, because it replaced players with fans. Because now, maybe not the Mets per se, but like teams that don't historically spend a lot of money mm-hmm. are going to say, "Look at the Padres." Hell no, are we not? We're not right. doing that. So again, uh, I get what you're saying, Rick, but replace the players with fans. The players give a shit. Players are gonna get money regardless. Yeah, it's like okay, you're not gonna. I, I I get the point. I, Rick's point's valid, but I don't care. So you were you st- you were gonna get twenty million, but now you're gonna get eighteen <laughs> from some. But you know. guess what? If he can get twenty million, so the guys can get twenty million elsewhere. They don't have to get it with one team, you know. So the the fans are the ones that are real losers here for other teams because now Peter Seidler and the Padres are maybe proving the Dick Monfords of the world and the other owners run the league that were upset with Peter doing this right. Kind of crazy. Yeah, we ripped all those owners for it, and now it's like, fuck. 
Maybe yeah. billionaires. I mean, like, not that Dick Malfort has the yeah. has the things you know perfectly oh, yeah. handled, yeah, or no. figured out. But you know, but he's going to have the same number of playoff appearances this year by spending about one fourth of what the Padres are going to spend. True that. Uh, RH, thank you for your super chat. He says he saw it coming after June first, twenty twenty two. They've been a sub five hundred team. Take away playoffs last year, the results are the same. Oh yeah, they're well under five hundred. Since June of last year, well under. I mean, they're what? How many games under right now? Six this year, and they were under 500, I think, from June first on. Last, I mean, they're, they're six, seven, eight games under 500 since June first of last year. I mean, that's that's who they've been. Um, I can't explain why, but they just are. Um, so you got to start questioning. You know, who's making these? Who's who's responsible for this? Is it Peter Seidler? I would say no. Is it AJ Preller? I would say yes. Is it Bob Melvin? I would say to some extent. Is it the players? Of course it is. Um, I don't know. But they've been slow to react to the way they play this year, in my opinion. What what real moves has AJ Preller made since the season has started? Gary Sanchez. <laughs> nice move. Kind of but, kind of a good kind of okay yeah. move. I mean, it's better than Nola. I don't give a shit if he's hitting two hundred still. He still has immensely more power than Nola and he's been really good beyond the plate defensively today who's fantastic so yeah yep thank you RH and thank you Niles who says Soto might be the worst outfitter in baseball he 100% cost them the first game on Saturday that playing left he's not the worst outfitter in baseball he's not good we've, I mean we said that all offseason we said that all offseason he's not a good fielder he's a gold glove finalist but by the way they're not losing games because of their defense they're literally tops in baseball and defensive run saved right so like if you want to say that hey soto's losing them games well then kim is winning them games tatis is winning them games if you guys want to blame juan soto for this team's failures this year you can do that but i'm telling you right now you are blaming the wrong person and you're looking in the wrong direction this is not a singular player's fault. This is an organizational wide failure from top to bottom. Everybody, it is not on one player. Okay. It's not on all, it's not all on Manny. It's not all on Soto. It's not all on Tatis. It's not all on Bogarts. It's not all on Hader. It's not all on uh, Melvin, right? It's not all on, I mean, a lot yeah. of it's on Preller, but like everybody deserves blame for this. And if, you guys want to just single out one dude for this shit team? You are completely off base here, and you have no idea like what you are talking about. I'm sorry. It is a team failure end of discussion. Look at it this way. If you trade Soto in two weeks and you get a quote-unquote haul, at best, it's a wash. <laughs> you know, because you got rid of five premier prospects theoretically theoretically Mackenzie Gore is going to start for a long time in the big leagues right CJ Abrams is going to start for a long time you would think in the big leagues James Wood consensus top 10 prospect in baseball and others it's like you're not going to get that haul because that was with two and a half years of control so now it's one year and two months of control so you'll get a maybe comparable haul but less so you're going to get rid of Soto after a year yeah you had a playoff run which is nice and you're going to your return is going to be less than what you gave for him a year ago it doesn't make any sense to me. It just no. doesn't make any sense to me. I'm riding the thing out for another year because I'm trying to win a World Series. I'm not just trying to, you know, be more competitive in 2027 because I just don't care. So I still think 2024 gives them a chance to be good. 
despite this train wreck. And it's been a train wreck in 2023, but just because it's a train wreck in 2023 doesn't mean it's the exact same thing in 2024. Sports just don't work like that. But also um, it's been a train yeah. wreck with this it's been a train wreck with this franchise under Preller for way too many years. Yeah, not last year, but year before. Fair. 2019, 2015. Um, Aura, thank you guys for your support of our channel. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan, native San Diegan, and a longtime supporter of our channel. They've been partnering with us for the better part of the last two years. This is a great company. You can get to ora.organic or click the link in the description down below. If you're looking to get healthier, simple as that, plant-based nutritional products, all of them probiotics. I take one every single day from Aura, have for over a year. My wife takes this product as well. It is great for digestion, heart health, mental clarity, and so many more reasons. They have proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. If you take fish oils, they have an omega-3 plant-based product for you. They have sleep pills and immunity pills and something for everyone. Great company, 20% off subscription orders. If you want the probiotic every single month, you can get 20% off ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. Yeah, if you guys want to, you know, be healthier in your life, I'm telling you right now, Aura will help you do that. www.ora.organic. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. If you just want to start taking a couple supplements here and there, go to Aura. They have it for you. All of their uh, supplements are plant-based or organic and organic-based, excuse me. Um, if you like to work out, they have everything you need to work out. Their pre-workouts, protein powders, all of it. Go there right now, www.ora.organic. Pick up some stuff. And uh, you'll thank us later. You will absolutely do that. John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans in season, out of season, good days and bad days. Appreciate the Supers as well. Great way to support our work. We make sure to get to every single Super Chat of the night, including this one from our buddy HBVV. Thank you again. He says, uh, Fernando Tati Sr. needs to become the hitting coach. He helped Acuna. Uh, he, had a very, he had a clutch hit today. Who, Tatis Sr. or Tatis Jr. with the two-run single? Tatis Jr. Very clutch. Extremely clutch. Yeah, too bad he's on, like, his ankle's, like, falling off. Too bad in back-to-back -back days you have a huge home run for Manny Machado and a huge two-run single from Fernando Tatis Jr. and two losses in those games. It's like yeah, exactly. They can only do so much. And truth is, Machado, and you can look at the box score today, I want to say he did nothing. Nothing. Um, but, I mean, Machado's been like as good of a hitter as there's been in baseball in July. And this team's, you know, hasn't been great. They've lost three consecutive games. Um, look at this box score today. Soto, 0 for Machado, two walks, 0 for Cronenworth, 0 for Sanchez, 0 for 5. Carpenter, blah. Right? Dixon, 0 for 4. I mean, it's, it's blah is what it is. I mean, the one thing you couldn't do is lose three or four to the Phillies this weekend. <laughs> That's what we said. I mean, we literally said it for like, a week. Like, what the fuck, dude? That, you, That's the one thing you can't do. The one thing you can't do. Just don't lose three or four. And I mean, you, if they, you win game one, it's impossible to lose three out of four. Like, you're like, oh, and, you're fine. Yeah. And and, and it, it, if they win today, I still don't feel great. No, it doesn't change anything, but it changes something. It, it makes you feel a little better, right? Because, hey, hey, look. Split the series. Yeah, Okay, we go to Toronto. Yep. Hopefully, we take two or three there, and yep. then we can take two or three, three from three Detroit, Detroit, and we feel good. Six and four road trip, no doubt. And now it's like, now I mean, it takes two and three, two and three to go five and five. I mean, like, what right? the fuck? Yeah, and we yeah. and and we said anything other than five and five on this trip is a fucking disaster. 
I agree. I mean, you can't go four and six. You can't still go three and seven. I mean, if they go three and seven, John. I mean, you just. But I mean, at this point, <laughs> I'm willing to. I'm basically punting. I'm not saying zero percent, but I mean, I'm I'm not an idiot. You know, I we're st- all realists here. I think this 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 road trip is the last stand. I feel like. I mean, you can say, "Hey, what about the what about the home stand with Pittsburgh and Texas?" Okay, if you want to say that's the last stand, then say it's the last stand. But like, at some point, there has to be. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, you, of course, you never know. I mean, we've seen dumb things. Yeah. But usually there aren't teams between teams trying to make the postseason. And there's still a lot of games, let's be fair. Not as many as a month ago, obviously. But there's dumb things have happened. I mean, teams have overcome yeah. seven and a half games in 17 games. Yeah. So it's been done, but it, you can't overcome three teams when you're seven or eight games out in that short a period of time. It's going to take real time, like two months. And they have two months, but they got to be near perfect for two months. They're just not capable for whatever reason. Cincinnati, Philly, Arizona, you know, shit, you're tied with, I mean, the the Cubs are are tied with you Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. as far as games back to get a postseason spot. I mean, are you fucking, the Mets are half game behind you. When you're closer to the fucking worst team, I mean, you're right now, right in the right in the middle. Okay, you're eight games from being the worst team in, in the national National League. And eight <coughs> games from being in. And eight games from being in. Yep, that's where they've been basically most of the year. <sighs> Just a fucking disaster, dude. And the thing is, like, this goes back to our list. You go two out of three in Toronto. You say that's a nice series, and then like the Mets sweep someone. I have no clue they're playing, and you actually are then behind the Mets because they made up a game on you. It's like you're going to need this like perfect draw. Perfect you win storm. 65% of the time, and the other teams win like 39% of the time. And then all of a sudden, you look up, and you're somehow even with 10 to play. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean if you that's go, what it's going to take. You're going to have to go like 45 and 28 or 26 or something. Yeah, even better. Something like because that. Because there's not that many games left anymore. There's not 44, even that many games. 44 and 26? Not even that many games left anymore. That's 70. There's 48. 40, 44 like and, and 24? 44 and 24. Something like that. You'd feel half decent. That's not a guarantee. That's 87, 88 wins. Well, it might be 88. So they'd be in at that. 44 and 24. They maybe be in. Um, and they might not. I mean, they really might. That's the crazy part about it. <sighs> Shit, dude. Um, Scott, thank you. He says, all Preller did was replace Bell and Myers with Bogarts and Tatis from an NLDS team. Why is he to blame? They just aren't clutch. On-field problem, not front office. What's your reaction to that, Jim? Um, have you seen the catching position now? Granted, uh, Gary Sanchez came in here and he's done a lot better. Um, but you had Austin Noll behind the plate way too long. You gave Matt Carpenter a two year deal. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, you gave Nelson Cruz a one year deal. You had to DFA the guy. Um, what else? Oh, you had no depth in your organizations. You had to bring in Rugnid Odor. Okay, you still have Trent Grisham on this team. You are relying on the guys in the bullpen like a Brent Honeywell. The eighty Tom, million for Cronenworth is pretty egregious. And a Tom Cosgrove and whoever and, and whoever else is in that freaking bullpen, like Tim Hills in big time situations way too many times this year. And oh and like you just said, oh by the way, you gave a declining player in his thirties an eighty million dollar contract. And and to top it off, you have nobody in your system 
That's true. That is ready to play at the big league level and contribute right now. And then the other guy that you drafted with a first round draft pick has had the worst ERA in the history of the Padres organization from the start of the franchise to now, and that is Ryan Weathers. His career ERA. <laughs> Based his, on, wait, you're saying in this many innings or more? His career ERA, John, is the worst in Padres history. What is it, like seven? It's a seven-something ERA for his career. So, again, you tell me why it's not Preller's fault. I mean, I tend to be more Team Scott than Team Jim. Like You're always that, Team whoever else. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but, of course, he's accountable for this. I mean, he literally said it on the radio two weeks ago. Like, I'm the one that's responsible for this roster. So, if they don't perform, it's on me. That doesn't mean it's going to cost him his job. Scott, to your point, I mean, Preller's probably going to be back because his owner, Peter Seiler, has been very faithful to him. Excellent. I think a lot of organizations. Excellent, John. If this is Boston, he's gone. If this is L.A., he's gone. Yeah, if it's um, a serious franchise, he's gone. Yeah, but here he's going to stay in all likelihood. I mean, I guess if the wheels completely fall off and they do finish 70 and 92 or something, which could happen. If this team give a shit about winning, Preller's gone two years ago. Let's be real here. But it's like if they don't care about winning, why are they? I mean, they're going to, Bob Melvin's going to be the problem and they're going to replace him with. Again, I said, hey, look, if, if they fire Bob Melvin, I will every single day for the rest of the year say AJ Preller needs to be fired because. That is such an indictment on this team to get rid of the manager <laughs> again. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's tough to figure out, guys. I mean, it's it's weird stuff. I mean, I go back to Dennis Lynn's article at the end of 2021 in The Athletic. Find it if you're a subscriber. That was a complete and utter indictment on everything within the organization under A.J. Preller. Now, what happened from that point on is they put together a nice 12 months. wasn't perfect. But the way it finished in the National League Championship Series, it kind of it erased the time yeah. and eliminated basically what, what Dennis had sourced in that article. Saying, you know what? Maybe he's overcome this somehow just with sheer talent. Um, and then here you are 12 months later and you're like, oh my gosh, everything that Dennis wrote in 2021 is like spot on. So like, is, is what Dennis wrote spot on? Is 2022 spot on? Is it somewhere in the middle? Um. But it's not good. I mean, Preller's tenure is is highly questionable at this point based on what's played out in front of our eyes. But I, I get Scott's point. I do. Uh, Luis, thank you um, for the super. And Luis says, uh, Soto won't play in San Diego whether this season or next. He's not the it guy on Manny's team. Meanwhile, Melvin failed to comprehend big picture problems. You need to follow up on this. I, I don't know what Melvin failed to comprehend with this team. And I'm sure there are things that he did fail to comprehend. I think that's fair. I don't know about the Soto and Manny dynamic, Jim. I don't know if it's perfect or, or not perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if Juan Soto was here beyond 2024, the way this tenure has worked out to this point. I just think that for a team with as big of a personality as Manny Machado, knowing that it is his team, I'm not saying that like this is the reason why, but just like it feels like when you put another big personality in that clubhouse who is a, also a leader, like he, the Nationals were Juan Soto's team. They just were. And so now he has to play second fiddle to Manny. Like, I don't know if that suits Juan Soto well. Yep. 
You know, it's 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 like this isn't MLB the show where you can just fucking put a bunch of dudes on a team that are all 99s. You know, like personalities matter. And the meshing of these personalities so far this year feels like it doesn't work. And then, oh, by the way, let's add another personality, another guy who was the team leader to this team as well, and, and Xander Bogarts. So you're asking two guys that are, you know, big parts of your team to recalibrate their entire way of thinking for however long in the big leagues that they were, that they've been in, you know, like, like Bogarts is, I mean, that was Bogarts' team in Boston. You know, I don't care. I mean, Devers might be the better player and he probably is, but that was Bogarts' team. And the same thing with Soto. The the Nationals weren't good the last couple of years. Soto was there, but like he was the guy, you know, and same thing with Bogarts. And now you put him in a situation where, they're not over, they're not going to overtake Manny. They're just not because this is Manny's team. He's been here since 2019. And, and that whole dynamic just I don't I mean, we didn't see it. We didn't talk about it. Like none of us did. We never talked about the personalities meshing well. We just thought that oh, this is great. No, and, but that many alphas, I mean, it's it's reasonable to think you'd have problems. I mean, you got you got like international stars with someone like a Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado and Juan Soto. I mean, you you got a high level I mean, forget the money. You got you got future hall. You have multiple Hall of Famers. Manny Machado, three hundred home runs this weekend. Congrats, um, if you're watching, Manny, Hall of Famer. You got Juan Soto, Hall of Famer. You got multiple Hall of Famers. You'd have three if Tatis didn't take PDs potentially. Um, but shoot, Bogarts at the end of his career with multiple titles and twenty year career. Who knows? Maybe borderline guy. That's a lot, and they didn't all come up together and. Big personalities, and they're not winning, and it's relatively new for all of them. Tatis wasn't here last year. It's just, I don't know. It just hasn't worked out well. I, I guess if everything was working out perfectly, maybe it would be like a downhill snowball, but it's not that. It feels like they're doing work, like it's hard. Um, and, and I do think there's something about the dynamic with this team, and I've said it since literally like the end of April. I'm like, this team's not right. And they just haven't looked right. And that continues to this point where they just have not looked right. And yep. it's a shame. And I don't know who's at, who's to blame for that, if it's one individual or multiple individuals. But um, to pretend as if the dynamic has had no bearing on this team yep. when they spend every ounce of every second together for seven consecutive months, it's just, you know, th- those those things matter. Relationships matter. And for whatever reason, this has not been the most perfect clubhouse in baseball and maybe it's because they've been losing since the season has started yeah i mean think think about like you know i'm trying to think of an example uh i don't know like like in radio right you bring in a like if colin cowherd came in tomorrow i'm just throwing like an example right put him on like locally and like put him on like i don't know like darren show right like like that's darren show but and then Colin's going to feel weird about this whole thing. Like, Oh, I'm coming into the situation and I don't want to be the man because you know, this is, this is this guy's show and I'm used to being the man. And how does this whole thing work? It's just going to feel weird. It's going to just be a weird dynamic. It's probably a bad you know example, but like I'm trying to think of if you're in your workplace and you're the, you're the man, right. Or the woman mm-hmm. and you bring in somebody who's this, yeah, you know, was in your course. position, but you have to work together now. It's like, Wait a second. I'm the guy that make the shots. Like, no, yeah. I was the guy that make the shots. Like, it's just a weird thing. Yeah, it's a great, it's a perfect analogy. I think you're that's spot on. 
It's a perfect analogy. Um, Jared, thank you. He says this fan base knows what the players are thinking. Um, That'd be weird. That would be weird. I don't know if they do or not, Jared. Are we, are we all mind readers now? <laughs> maybe. Maybe they, they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I mean, he, here's how I'm going to spend the better part of the next two weeks. You guys may agree. You may disagree. Jim might agree, might disagree. I think the most interesting subject here is who moves and how does it help them for 2024? Because as nice as it's going to be to beat the Blue Jays on Tuesday night, I don't think it changes it changes the direction that they're heading in, which is they're eight games out of a playoff spot. They're double digits out in their division. Every day that you flip over the calendar, they're a day closer to the end of the season. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's really any other option. And, and they might play well for the next two weeks. They might not. But they play well for the next two weeks. And what are they? A game under 500? You start, right, you, mean, start, you start looking at this here like, okay, great. Say they win Tuesday. Well, what if the Diamondbacks win Tuesday? And what if uh, Miami wins Tuesday? You've gained no ground. And you're potentially going to lose ground tomorrow. Let's see who's playing. Okay, so the Marlins are playing tomorrow. And okay, that's it. But you know, my point is like, you win on Tuesday. Cool. But what if Miami wins on Tuesday? What if Arizona wins on Tuesday? You've gained zero ground. It means nothing. Right. And that's why you'd have to play like, I mean, you're going to need, we've talked about all year. You're going to need that like nine game winning streak. They haven't won four consecutive games this year. (laughs) It's fucking incredible, dude. You know, I mean, they haven't won four consecutive, and they've had five opportunities to win four, four games in a row. And they're 0 and 5 in those games. They're just, I don't know. They're just stuck in neutral. It feels like every time they've, uh, been on the verge of winning four in a row that that game that fourth game turns like it feels like they it's been a disaster game i gotta go back and look but it feels like every single one of those games has been like the most crushing loss possible yeah there have been a lot of them there i have um okay while we have a moment here we do want to remind you if you are playing daily fantasy you should be doing it with underdog i've just pulled up a graphic that actually is no longer even going on seventh inning stretch, but you can draft right now at underdogfantasy.com. And if you use promo code PADSWRAP, you're going to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code PADSWRAP, PADSWRAP, get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So in addition to drafts going on right now, you can also play pickums, which are going on right now. And I'm going to put them on the screen. Here's the drafts. By the way, you want to do an MLB draft for tomorrow? And you can do it with $5 entries going on right now, $20,000 in prizes. And then in addition to that, you can do the pickums, which we've been telling you about. MLB pickums for tomorrow. Of course, the Padres aren't playing, but whatever it is. I mean, the NFL season, they've got pickums going on already. Whatever it is, golf, WNBA, Major League Baseball, all you got to do is pick a couple of higher or lowers. And if you get two right, you can win. So let's go with lower on bets. And let's go with, let's say, higher than a half single for Jose Ramirez. $20 on that wager. Boom. And and that pays 60. Boom. Simple as that. Okay. Lower than nine and a half fantasy points for Mookie Betts tomorrow. Higher than a half single for Jose Ramirez. $20 wager pays 60. Sign up right now. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. And again, don't forget to use promo code PODSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code PODSRAP, 100% deposit match 
up to $100. HBVV, thanks for the super. I don't want to be critical of any of our um, viewers here in the chat, so we're not going to pull up that super right now. We do appreciate your support, though, of course, of the channel. Is there anything we have missed here tonight, Jim? Yes, there is one thing we missed. Your computer works. God, thank the Lord, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, just knock on dude. If you missed it, if you're here Friday night, I talked about it. Jim spilled a full glass of oh. water on my computer when he asked me to be the officiant of his wedding on Friday at Fair Play, him and Aaron. And we were both so flustered after that. We're dude, like, just completely. Uh, I, like, I, nobody, train wreck the nothing show. Nothing mattered after that. No, it just completely train wrecked the show. I don't even know, like, it was, I was a disaster because I'm like, dude, oh my God, I, I, I'm praying I ruined, that I didn't ruin his just brand new computer. Yes, because it would have cost you like $1,500. Oh, God. I, dude, it would have been. And I Did was it like, ruin the concert for you? No, because honestly, a little bit. I checked because when I joined the live chat, I wanted to ma like make sure that you Wait, were my on. computer worked. And then once I saw it, like made everything like, I was like, okay, cool. It's working. Great. <laughs> and speaking of like, just like horrible situations. So we went on a boat on uh saturday after oh, nice brag yeah yeah no no big deal yeah it was sure. uh one of our good friend's birthdays yeah and sure. also my uh roommate's birthday as well and during the boat ride one of uh the girls that were on the boat her phone fell into the ocean no gone and forever gone forever and it had her license and her credit oh, card and yeah and her <laughs> debit cards in it and it was a, diving in. It was a brand new iPhone 14 plus no. that she just bought recently. And, and it was like one of those situations where I think it was left on the top of a cooler. No. And I think Stop. some, and someone, I think opened up the cooler. It wasn't me. Cause I wasn't by it. Can but you like, imagine if it was you? Dude, I know. Trust me. I was thinking about that too. I was like, if that was me, it would have been the, you would have like jumped off the boat. I, yeah, I would have. But then, like, I think someone opened the cooler and it kind of blended in. So, because we saw we have pictures of it, like, on the cooler. And she opened, I think someone opened it up, I think, or the no. boat rocked and it just fucking just slid right in the ocean. Dude, that is a worst. Oh, it was, case. I felt so, it was so bad. And even some people on the boat, like, went to try to dive to try to find it because we had location service on her phone. No, it will. It's at the bottom of the ocean. And it's at the bottom of the ocean now. Like gone forever, dude. It was get some scuba gear. Oh my god, it was. I would if that were me, dude. If that happened to me, John, you, you, oh, it's I, only a phone. Oh, if you did it, you're saying if I did it, if I did it. Oh, we, it, it I, been, you must have like the worst, like, like whatever, like what's what's the word I'm looking for? Luck. <laughs> no, but like because you did it to me on Friday. If you would have done it again on Saturday, it would be like PTSD situation. Like, oh my god. Like I could never be any, near anything ever again in my life. Right. Well, at least, I mean, the, the thing with your computer was like, you still have your computer. So we can go True. fixed. Like this would a situation. If I did it, the, the phone's like gone forever. Like I, I'm never going to get it. It's always risky when you get your phone out. And not oh, that this was that situation, but you know what I mean? Like people have their phone out, like taken and you do it out of something and you drop it. It, it just, and it was, we, we took pictures and one picture, like we timestamped it all. It was like, like, 515 the phone was on the on the on the cooler and then like 520 the phone's gone you're like oh no what <laughs> it was dude, the worst ruin my that was, she must have been so pissed i feel i felt so bad for her it was just the worst man 
Cruiser, thank you. Cruiser wants to know if selling, do you force Bogey's wrist surgery? Hasn't Bogart said that like a surgery is not going to alleviate it? I don't know if I buy that. But I mean, is that where we're heading? Does he need surgery to make this thing 100%? And if so, is that something you do maybe in September as opposed to October? I don't know. It's a good question. So what they know, do with man. Tatis, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, at what point do you shut down? I mean, that's going to be another conversation if this team continues to slide. Like, what? at what point do you just say, dude, it's not worth it. Just get the surgery now and be ready for next year. I mean, I think maybe like September. I mean, you don't do an August. August is yeah, so early. I know. Like maybe September. You say, like, hey, it's September yeah, 10th. It's you get time. Some guy, like, it, like Musgrove's dealing with like that thing in his yeah, elbow. Versus I mean, sack. Versus sack. Like, you know, are you going to really push him this? Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's going to, there, there possibly is going to be that conversation this year is like, okay, who's going to be shut down now? That's going to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they can somehow, <laughs> if they can overcome all odds and dig out of this right now, I'll delete my be- threads account if they well, win, if they make we the should delete that anyway. True. No matter what happens, that app had the worst dip and decline of users oh, ever. Oh yeah, ninety seven percent. That's terrible. Um, and there's this from Rich. Thank you, Rich, for hanging out. That's a great point. I mean, Soto drops the bat every time he swings. Oh yeah, he's hurt. It's great. He's hurt. I mean, I, I'm. It's wrist, right? So I don't know. And you got Tatis's ankle, you got Soto's wrist, you got Manny every game, you got Bogart's wrist, you got Bursasak Musgrove. <laughs> I mean, everything's going great. You got Waka. You know, I mean, just go win a series in Toronto. Yeah, Waka's not win a series in Toronto. Yeah, another thing, Waka's not pitching. Like he's. But what's the update there? Is he going to pitch in Toronto? They said he might not pitch until Detroit. <laughs> he's not scheduled on the. He's not scheduled. And to then pitch what's him. he going to be, you know, built up to pitch 70 pitches? Yeah, good luck there. It's basically like if you don't go eight innings, you lose. If you don't go nine innings, sometimes, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like get the ball to Hater with a lead. And even that didn't work today, to your point. The two run lead. <laughs> yeah. One, one run leads. No. Didn't work. No, you're 100% right. 100% right. Um, all right, guys. Seriously, if you've been with us tonight, live or on replay, we really do appreciate it. If you're here, you have to subscribe. That's all we really ask. Doesn't cost you a dime. Pushing 5,100 subscribers, just pushed past 5,000 earlier in the month. We'd love to get to 5,100 with your help. Please subscribe right now if you're here, live or on replay. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you're watching on replay, thank you for the super thanks. We really do appreciate your support of the channel. We'll be back with you tomorrow on john and jim san diego sports 760 at 3 p.m we're gonna be in vegas next week we will do a wrap-up show jim's aware of this even though i think he's anti but we will do a a wrap-up show tuesday before aaron gets in yeah the day game we'll do something i don't know how long it'll be we'll do something the seven o'clock hour on um on tuesday and then we'll see about wednesday and thursday because we're gonna be traveling we got shows to do from vegas for john and jim on san diego sports 760 but we're with you, of course. So please subscribe. We've got the content for you that you need, and we'll we'll lead you up to the trade deadline. Everything you need to know about the trade deadline, we'll have you covered right here on the wrap-up show and, of course, on San Diego Sports 760 as well. Thank you to the support of our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have insurance needs, he's our title sponsor. Click the link in the description down below. He'll save you money. Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic, an amazing company. And then Underdog Fantasy, use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. That is Pods Wrap. You can get a 100% deposit match 
up to $100. We'll see you tomorrow on the radio at 3 p.m. We'll be talking about the Padres and what happened this past weekend in Philadelphia and looking ahead. We have to talk. I mean, what else are we going to be talking about? You officiating my wedding. Oh, that too. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that too. Um, All right, guys. Until uh, Tuesday on the wrap-up show, until tomorrow on John and Jim, you've been watching the wrap-up show. Thank you.